Hey guys, and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host Kia. And this is the podcast where we aim to dispel your myths, simplify difficult financial jargon and rectify your own personal problems. Happy Monday. I hope you're having a great start to your week. And as always, I'm here to bring you a great episode. And to do so, I have a fabulous guest. And before we get into this guest, introducing who they are, this has been long overdue. I'm pretty sure I met this person, I want to say 2019, 2020. And we said at that point, you need to come on the podcast. We're now three years later, <laughs> but better late than never. So guest, who are you? Hello, I'm Jade Van Riel. Jane, whoop, whoop. You are just killing it. I'm so happy to be here. And you're right. It's been a long time coming. Long <laughs> time coming. I, I think I remember going to an event and you were speaking and I spoke to you. and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, you should come on my podcast. Yeah. That and look. we spoke on Twitter back when I used yeah. to use Twitter. I don't really anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're finally here. We're finally here and I'm super excited. So what do you do, Jade, for anyone who doesn't know you? So I am a property lifestyle content creator on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, like I said, I don't really use Twitter anymore. I do a lot of property tours, property, um, you know, information I share. I work with banks, estate agents, developers. I'm also a property finder and project manager. You are just, <laughs> that that rap sheet is long. It's long. And I love that for you because you are absolutely killing it. But we're going to get into that a bit more. But first things first. Yes. Your introduction into property. Mm-hmm. You managed to buy your first property yes. in your 20s. Yes, I was a baby. talk us through that process and perhaps any advice that you'd give to anyone who's looking to follow those those steps as well in their 20s so my background is I bought my first flat when I was 22 going on 23 um and that kind of went viral because obviously I mean it was a long time ago now but at the time nobody was really discussing it and I was sharing how I did it Mm. Um, and people were surprised that it wasn't a smooth journey like people thought it was, but it was also possible being so young because like I said, no one was really discussing at the time. So the things that I did to do that was I sacrificed my whole social life for a two year period. So straight after uni, I went and moved in with my aunt because I felt too grown to go back home, (laughs) but my aunt actually required me to pay some rent for my room. So I didn't, I wasn't comfortable living at home. So if you are at home and you're comfortable, you have no excuse to save. And I know you know this as well. 100%. There's no, you're in such a privileged position and utilize that time, honestly, because you're never going to get it back. I rushed out of home. And I think for me that worked because I needed to feel uncomfortable. If mm. I was too comfortable, I don't know if I would have done it as early. I may have spent my savings um, and then had to keep going back and forth. I did have moments like that during uni. Like I lived right near Zara and I used to... Just take yeah. regular trips to Yeah, Zara. exactly. So you want to avoid things that are going to trigger you. Things that I did that helped me stay on track. One, I was obsessed with homes. So I was going viewing homes online, looking at homes and interiors before I even had enough money saved just to keep my mind in the right place. Um, when it came to saving, I had the standing orders, automatic moving of money the day after it came into my account so that I wasn't manually moving it because I was at some points and I would manually move it back back. and spend the money and then the next month be like okay this month I'm going to put more away well how I'm not making more money Mm -hmm. so you end up in a cycle and then you're constantly just like oh well maybe I just need to start again spend it and just start again and then you push yourself back um I did at the time I was using um I think it was a virgin money uh savings account 
And that was good because I think it penalized you if you took your money out early. So just find different things like that that are going to help make it easier for you and give you less control over your money, I would say. That's the stuff that I did. I think that is so impressive. Mm. 22, 23. Like, yeah. I'm thinking about me straight out of uni. <laughs> to be fair, me straight out of uni, I started pennies pounds. Listen, but, exactly. But nonetheless, <laughs> I know like, like my friends, you come out of uni yeah, and that's yeah. the last Everyone thing you're Everyone was thinking. living life. So I was just this weirdo. Like, no, I can't <laughs> go out. No, I'm not spending money. Just at home work. Because basically after uni, I got a job. So I was doing a bit of temping here and there. Um, and then I studied law. Didn't want to be a lawyer. Fell into the industry. Realized this is not for me. It's going to take me a long time to get to the position I want to get to. I don't have patience, get a job. So after a few temp jobs in like law firms and stuff, I fell into project management in like a legal company. And that opened a whole new world where it meant that I was able to make really good money at a very young age. Um, And so instead of using that to spend and go on holidays that everyone was doing, I was saving it. That is so smart. That is so, so, so smart. And I think even having that self-control at such... A young age, I know you mentioned, you know, you're obsessed with property, mm-hmm. but like, how, how did you, like, I'm just thinking like, how did you manage it? I've got a younger brother who's around that similar age. Yeah. And let me tell you something that, that boy spends and spends <laughs> and spends. And I look at him, sometimes I tell him, come on, like, yeah. I mean, sister, it's not a good yeah, look, it's right? Not, yeah. But equally, I get it. You're young. I do. It's hard to have this control Oh, 100%. I think you do have to allow yourself to have a little period of doing that and get it out of your system. Because I always say to my dad, so I'm similar to you, like my dad is very instrumental when it comes to my money, knowledge, saving, doing the right thing. He's that person in my life. So if it wasn't for him, I would not have taken this as seriously and I wouldn't have done it as early. Um, So I took that in, but not all the time. Sometimes Mm. I would say to him, look, sometimes I have to hear it. I have to feel it before I can understand. I can't go off of your experiences and learn from that. So allow a little bit of grace, I would say for yourself, if you know you need to just get certain things out of your system, if you need to just buy a few things or go on a trip, but then let that be the only thing. Like have that promise to yourself that once I do this, that's, that's it. it. I'm sticking yeah. back to what I said I'm exactly. going to do. I think yeah. that's, that's really good yeah. advice. I think sometimes people penalize themselves and say, no, I can't do this. But, you know, just get you, it. Just, I mean, you're human. You you always want to do things that you're not allowed to do. Yeah. So if you give yourself a little thing here and there along the, the longer journey, if it's a five-year plan, two-year plan, one, you'll enjoy the process a lot more. And then you would have done what you needed to do. And you'll look back and be like, oh, I managed to save. I managed to do this. And it will be worth it. When it comes to actually someone picking the property, mm-hmm. we're here all the time. Location, location, location. location. Yes. So what factors should people consider when they're picking where to buy their property? Mm-hmm. And how will someone know that they've made the right decision for themselves? So I think naturally people want to look in places they're familiar with or maybe where their family are from or where they grew up. That's great. That can be a starting point. But then start looking at, okay, what are the prices in those areas and surrounding areas. And if you can afford it, great. You're one of the lucky few. But if you can't, you need to start opening up your mind and know that there is transport, especially if you're in the UK, if you're in London or surrounding areas of London, you can get to anywhere you need to get to. You can, you can. In an hour, half an hour, if you drive, even better. So don't tie yourself down to an area because you might price yourself out. You may have you might struggle. You might be house rich, but life poor Mm. because you've overextended yourself just because it's in an area that you love, but then you can't live your life. 
you don't you will regret that you don't want to do that and you'll realize actually you'd prefer like having something you that's more affordable but you're still able to enjoy yourself so air is important but to an extent depending on your lifestyle do you need transport is it urgent um if it is great look for stations of course um if it isn't have parking but check that parking is included and free obviously in a lot of london places you will have to pay like, you know, permits and stuff. But if that's not what you want to do, start looking outward. Um, something that I did a lot was I researched areas like crazy. I was on Google looking at like council meeting notes. That's which so good. Tells, yeah, which you learn so much about what plans are happening in the area. Even if they're not immediate, you know that in a five years, 10 years, this could be coming. Something else that I do a lot when um, my clients kind of come to me for advice and stuff on areas is I will go on like job portals and see if there are job openings Mm. in areas because oftentimes that's where you see, oh, there's a new restaurant opening, oh, there's a new business opening and they're looking for employees. That is a positive for an area's future progression that actually businesses are coming and you might benefit from that in the long run. Those are just some of the little things that I have done that I continue to do. Um, But of course, when it comes to the actual home, there's so many things that you need to look for. Don't be driven just by something that is new because oftentimes you will pay a huge premium. If you can afford to do that and you're adamant, that's fine. But if you can't, look at things that need some work. Mm -hmm. Look at things that you can put your own stamp on because ultimately you will add value to that. That's what I did. My flat was... (laughs) <laughs> but I've added a lot of money to it. So I have a lot of equity now. So that is so it good. It pays off. That yeah. is so good. And I'm, I'm with you when you talk about researching the area, mm-hmm. because as I was speaking about before, I have moved to Suffolk in Ipswich. Yes. And that's a massive move. As someone yes. who's born and raised in East in London, London. Yeah. just moved in November, 2022. Yeah. But I was spending so much time. My dad was researching. Mm-hmm. I was researching and like all the small things. So when I tell people Ipswich, they're like, they think I'm living like a farm. Yeah. And I don't live on a farm. I promise <laughs> you I don't. It's actually a town. But even when we're doing the research, we found that there's going to be lots of investment with mm-hmm. there's a lot of big chain um, food stores that we have there in London that are coming to Ipswich. They're, coming. Exactly. they're even applying for city status. So a lot of people don't know go. that you can actually apply. We're a town at the moment, but they're applying. For city- all, these, all these changes. All these and that is going to make a huge difference. I did the same. I'm from Northwest London, born and raised zone two. My whole family <laughs> is still there. I'm the only one that's you, gone you to went. Essex, literally. And it's fine. It's fine. That's what I'm saying. But I, I think you adjust to it. You adjust. I think that's, that's the big thing. I think a lot of people want to stay in London because it's what you know. Mm-hmm. And it is, I'm not going to say it was super easy to leave East London. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's very convenient. It's what you're familiar with. Exactly. Yeah. It's what I know. All my friends and family live there. But now I've moved. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I can get a straight train in. I can drive in. drive in. I personally like being out of London. I love it now. I love it. It's a lot calmer. Yeah. It's very nice. It's relaxing. Especially if you are working in London and it's busy and you have a busy lifestyle, going out, even though I'm not that far out, it is, it makes a huge difference. I'm completely with you on that. Let's talk about people who are looking to buy, but perhaps they're on tighter budgets. Mm -hmm. We know there's so many different, parts of the home buying process. I yes. think quite often when we talk about saving up for your first property, you're talking about the deposit. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different things oh, that yeah. come underneath it, yeah. right? As you definitely know. Yeah. What does that look like? If someone's on a tight budget, what kind of advice would you give to someone if that's yeah. the situation? So there's different things. One, if you're on a tighter budget, you probably need to adjust your plan and the time frame. So whereas you may have wanted to buy in two years, you might need to push it to five and that's okay have the plan and stick to it. It's going to require discipline because it's a longer period and there will be moments of 
you know, distractions, things that you want to do, but maybe factor that in as well, that in five years, you can't really say I'm never going to go away. I mean, I wouldn't do that to myself. So if I do have to stretch my plan for longer so I can save more, then I need to incorporate those things. You probably also need to be focusing on trying to make more money. That's ultimately what is going to actually help you. Very big one. You cannot stay comfortable with what you are earning if you have such a big goal and you want to get it done. You've got to find ways to make more money. So if it's side hustles or literally getting a new job that pays more or upscaling yourself in order to earn more, you've got to think about those things because that's ultimately what's going to help you bring that dream closer. That's one way. The other way is if those things aren't feasible for you or it's more urgent, there are schemes Mm -hmm. in place for those specific reasons. If you are earning less, if you have a smaller deposit, there are schemes that require 5%, you know, which you probably will be able to save in a much shorter time than 10, 15%. So look into those things, ask the questions. No question is silly. Um, If you're looking at new builds, which a lot of these schemes are geared towards, ask the questions and also find out what perks are included because they're always, there's always room for negotiation. One, prices are not set, but also they can pay. I mean, most first time buyers won't be paying stamp duty, but that is there. If someone, if you're doing it duly and someone else has already bought, that could be in place. They might offer to pay your legal fees. There's so many different ways that you can get money back. Um, So yeah, those are the two. That's some great insight. And I think what you mentioned there just now about the new bills and negotiating. I think mm-hmm. sometimes if you don't know, you might just go and accept the first thing That's, that you're told. Most people do. Yeah. And then you could be missing out on so many extra perks, so, so many different things. And right now as well, they have a lot of uh, stock because of what's been going on the past year of interest rates and things like that. So they are trying to sell a lot of property. They don't want me to say this, but it's, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. I'm helping you guys. So get in there, ask, negotiate. That's it. Yeah. You do a lot of property tours, Mm -hmm. which are absolutely incredible. If you haven't seen what Jay does on her platform, go and check it out. But you know quite a lot when it comes to what to look for. So someone's on a property viewing. What are the things that they should be taking note of? And how can someone tell that the property that they're viewing will be a good investment? Right. First thing, always get a video of the house. Do not just rely on pictures or your memory. You will forget mm. things, especially if you're viewing multiple homes in a day over a period of time. You want to have that reference to be able to go back. And you often miss things in person than, you know, what you capture on camera. I did that with every property. I still do it now when I'm looking on behalf of clients or myself. Videos, videos, videos. Tell the agent that's what you're doing. You need to do it. Tell them if they act a bit weird, you're showing your mum. It's yeah, fine. Exactly. Like, literally, say what you need to, say you to, get need the video. to have that on your phone. You will look for things like cracks, damp, radiators. Do they need to be changed? Electricals, does this work? Do the windows look blown out and you might need to change the windows? Do the ha- prop- Does the property look stable? If you're looking at like flats and stuff, are the communal areas clean? Is there a record sheet that shows when it's been cleaned, when maintenance has happened? These are things that are so important. Do the Does the bin areas look tidy? Mm. Because these are things that you're going to be dealing with. And you want to know what you're getting yourself into, right? So yeah, those sorts of things. Storage. Don't get Big excited one. because a property looks amazing. Can you actually live here? Yeah. Is there enough room for your stuff? Or are you going to have to downsize like your, you know, your belongings? You need to just take everything, take 
everything seriously. Like don't get phased by the decor as much as I love interiors. Those things can be done. Yes. You're not buying wallpaper. Yeah. You're buying bricks. So look for that stuff and the other things you can do later. I think that is so key. Mm -hmm. Like I've been to places and I've been on some viewings and I've gone in and my dad's like, okay, so how did it look? And I send him pictures, he's like, okay, where's the video? Right. And I'm like, but the pictures are shown, no. but you're right. And I, I'm here, he's asked me, okay, what the size is this? I'm like, I think it was. And yeah. he's like, see? see? He's like, I think. I think. You don't know. You You're don't just know. kept guessing what it is. When you have videos, you can kind of make estimates on, okay, that looks big. Like you can judge things based on how many window panels there are. Is the room big? There's just those sorts of things that you pick up the more you look at videos and watch tours mm. um, or just take them yourself. You'll start understanding okay this room looks small and you can compare it to the floor plan and understand okay that floor plan those measurements equal to this mm -hmm. I can fit this in there especially if you are showing a partner or a parent who's you know helping you along the journey you need to have that reference 100 and one thing that my dad always does to be fair he's a very hands-on DIY mm -hmm. man Same. but he always <laughs> brings a tape measure so yes. he knows roughly the size of like a, what a wardrobe looks like. Everything. So he'll go into a room and My just pull dad, it out. He does the same thing. He's like, all right, yeah, we can fit that in <laughs> yeah. there. Okay, cool. No, this one's a bit tight. I'm yeah, like, mm, we can't fit okay. that one in there. Yeah. No, it's not going to work in there. can't fit in here, JJ. Yeah. What? My dad would tell me that all the yeah. time. He's like, mm, no, 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 no. If you want to go in this room, you have to have a small double. You can't yeah. have normal yeah. double. Yeah. Because he knows. he knows. There's no point having wishful thinking and you Don't go in. Don't be wishful. No, you go in I've done it. Like when I was looking for my flat, that I will never forget the first flat that I went to see. And I took my boyfriend and we're both clueless. We've never bought properties before. <laughs> and the tiniest one bed you could think of, I was excited about. No. Because I just wanted to of move, course. right? And I hadn't seen anything else. So please don't just fall in love with the first property you see. I literally did a reel about this recently. And people were in the comments like, I did that and I regret it till this day. Mm. Don't go for the first property you see. Go and shop around before you do that because you don't know anything yet. It's true. You have no idea. And back to that story, I fell in love with it. We walked out. We were all excited. Called my dad, sent him the view at the the listing and my stepmom and was like, you guys need to come and see it, come and see it. They came, dad stayed in the car. <laughs> stepmom came up with me just to entertain me. Yeah. I came back down crying because oh, she no. was like, Jade, yeah. there's better, trust me. Yeah. So have someone as well that's going to hold you accountable. Maybe you have a family member, a friend who's done it before, use them as a, a sounding board, send them stuff and let them give you honest advice. 100%. Yeah. I think what you say there is very key. Cause yeah. you know, like you said, you just want to get on the ladder. You just, I don't really mind eager. what it is. I'm like, I want like, that I one. Wanna, no. And then you go spending how much on something when you could go a couple miles down the road and have so much more. Have get so much more yeah. for, for, for your money. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely agree with you. Yeah. So I want to talk about there's people who want to get their first property, mm -hmm. right? And I think sometimes people get in their head that this is going to be their forever home. This is a dream home that they're going to go into. So how can someone manage their idea that this is, yeah, the expectation, <laughs> this is going to be their dream home, but maybe I don't have dream home budget. So I yes. have to kind of make a trade-off. Yeah. How can someone manage that? I mean, you don't have dream home budget, so you're not buying a dream home. <laughs> like it's just, just accept it. Okay. You will probably have to compromise Unless you are, you know, a rich person, mm -hmm. a child with money or a first time buyer with money, whatever, inheritance. But most of the time you are going to have to compromise on something. For me, I compromise in the sense of going to an area that I did not know anyone there. You know, mm -hmm. an area that wasn't at the top of my list, but the property was. So there's going to be something that you'll compromise on. I also compromise on the fact that the station isn't 
as close as I would like it. It's walkable, but it's a long walk. Mm -hmm. But that's fine because now I drive. Yeah. So you're going to have to trade off certain things. But the ultimate important things is, is the property worth that price? Is there potential for the property price to go higher and you make money? You know, is the area overall safe and does it have what you need? Are there shops, et cetera, within walking distance? Because as much as you might drive, sometimes you might not have a car and you mm -hmm. need to get food. So there's different, you know, different things, but ultimately those are the important things. And storage is so important. Storage well. is so key. I've yeah. learned that. If you but you see, will compromise. You will have to compromise. Accept but if, it. If you see the amount of clothes I have, mm. I didn't realize how much I owned until yeah, I moved until, house. Yeah. And I had to downsize from two wardrobes to one. There you go. And I had, to, I was like, ah, this is, yeah, yeah. this is very interesting. Yeah. And again, I didn't have much of a say because this was my dad buying exactly. property. But I know, I now to. know when I come to doing my own, you know, this is something that's very key for me. I need exactly. to make sure I've got enough storage for my clothes. Exactly. You know, my dad's exactly. not interested in my clothes. That's yeah. why he's not interested. So it's like, if for me, I was adamant that I needed a two bedroom, even though it was just me, mm -hmm. because I needed something that I could want work from because at the time even though I wasn't doing this full time I was doing it on the side so I knew that I was ultimately going to do some kind of side business so I needed that space but also I was thinking what if guests stay over I want to be able to have space for them till this day seven years later I have never had a bed in that room but it's big enough to have a blow-up bed if someone needs that's to stay good, that's fine so it's fine and now it's literally my walking wardrobe but you have to be adamant on certain things that you need if you don't require a second bedroom don't put your hat where you can't reach it and mm -hmm. stick to what you actually need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it comes to people who live in London, because mm -hmm. like I said, I say this all the time to people, they either don't want to live, move out of London yeah. or they don't know other areas to even yes, consider looking. Consider. Yeah. So what would be some areas that you say, you know what, just have a look at these mm -hmm. other areas because everyone's like, okay, there's London, but what else is outside there's of so there? There's so much, you know. What I would say is because, do you know many Londoners like don't look at maps because you're literally, you know London, right? Yeah. You know where you're from. You know how to get to places. But have you ever sat down, even if it's on your phone, opened up the Maps app and just zoomed just zoom out, out, and just see zoomed out a little bit? You zoom out a little bit. One, obviously M25 is considered London. Outside of that, that circle, there are so many different towns, areas. You're talking Watford, but Watford is very well known. There are surrounding mm. towns around it right? In Hertfordshire, St. Albans, etc. Then if you're looking at Essex, there's obviously Greys, um, Ockenden, etc. Braintree, whatever, Chelmsford. And then there's places in the middle of Hertfordshire, which is like Harlow, Epping, um, Bishop Storford. There's so many places. All the prices vary, vary. So you could be in um, Epping, which is super expensive. And then down the road, not that far from say Romford, for example, which is a lot more affordable. Mm -hmm. Then you've got areas like in Kent, Dartford is a hotspot right now, but then a lot of people are getting priced out. So there's surrounding areas. So there's always another slight step, which is literally maybe two minutes away, five minute drive away, but the price is completely different. So go look at a map. Yeah, look I at agree. a map. Have and a just look. look at all these little places. Go on, you know, places like Rightmove, Zoopla, et cetera. Search them and just see what you kind of get for that in those areas for that one, for yeah. more money. Yeah. I agree. And you'd be yeah. surprised what you find. Like so I said, surprised. Now I'm an Ipswich babe. I've, I've, so surprised. I'm very familiar with Suffolk yeah. and the surrounding areas. Yeah. But even then I'm having a look. I'm like, wow, the property prices are so mm -hmm, cheap around mm -hmm. here because people still haven't ventured that way. Exactly. Yeah, they haven't yeah, come yeah. that far, but they're so cheap. Definitely. So like definitely at the moment, um, Colchester 
even though it's considered far for many, so many people are moving there because the trains are great to get in so and good. out. Yeah. And then the prices are still really good. So for Essex. So yeah, there's yeah. so many places. I think there's so many places. Like every quarter to today. So mm-hmm. it's not that far. It's, it's not that far. I think far. it's about just, just under an hour yeah, from London if you get a straight, straight train. train. Yeah. So I think that's really good. I do that all the time. Yeah. So that's a really good area. Yeah. I want to move on to something that you shared not too long ago, I don't mm-hmm. believe. But when I saw what it, I was like, I share? no, trust, trust <laughs> me, you know when it's coming. You shared it not too long ago. I can't remember how long ago, a couple of months ago, I'm going to, I'm going to guess. But when I saw it, I said, wow, Jade is just silently making moves. And I love this for her. So you recently, well, I'm sure it was a long process. We're going to mm-hmm. get into that. But you recently came on social media and shared that you helped uh, a big yes. music artist yeah. secure their dream home. Yes. So could you talk us through who that was and what that process was like? I'm sure it wasn't smooth sailing. I'm sure it was a long process and there were challenges along the way. So what did that look like for you? Yeah, so I found Tion Wayne a house. Um, I've known Tion for years, but we were never really close, but we've always known of each other and we followed each other on Instagram and stuff. And he reached out and said he needed advice with a house. Um, He showed me some that he'd already seen and I was like, absolutely not, like, do you know who you are? You need privacy. <laughs> you need oh, this. Oh, really? We're just like on main yeah, roads? It, no, what I mean, it was like more, pro- like new build homes within development. Oh, no, no, Like no. the best in the development. Yeah, and no, I was no, like, no, 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 no. You can't, no. you can't be surrounded by normal people. Yeah, no. Because of who you are and your, where you're going, you know, mm. like this is not just about right now. This is where you're going. And I was right because two years on, he is huge Massive. right now and what we've managed to find is so fitting for where he is in his career. There's room to grow. Um, I was helping him on the project and stuff like that, but it took two years to two find the years. home. We did find other homes that at the, those times were great, but now looking back, everything happens for a reason because he would have outgrown them quite quickly or he would have needed to move quite quickly. Um, but yeah, there were different different things, different obstacles, like him traveling a lot for work. Mm. Um, but I was doing all the viewings. I was going, building those relationships, found the, you know, everything that we needed, doing the negotiations, all of that was me, yeah. That's amazing. Yes, yeah, so it was a long, it was a long journey. But a we long got there. journey, yeah. two years. So like, yeah. is that two years from when you got the message from him to actually him Pretty much, keys? yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty wow. much two years, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is so crazy. Yeah. And I know he recently I shared, I think last week, everyone's been talking about it, his bathroom, that, yes. that update. Yes, and I worked heavily on that did you it's yes, incredible oh my gosh it, it looks is, so good it turned out amazing I amazing wow yeah so is that something that you are going to keep doing now I would love to honestly for m- many reasons I I'm clearly a natural at it so that's the first thing but two it's just nice to be in dream homes mm-hmm. because that's what I want ultimately eventually so definitely we'll keep keep that going I love that yeah. and then talking about dreams mm-hmm. you have been giving us our very own selling sunsets <laughs> and selling us the dream <laughs> in Doha. So talk us through that because we've seen a couple of tours from you now yeah. abroad. What does that look like? Are we going to see Jade abroad? What oh, is I that? hope so. Well, we, we hope I mean, so. I know. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that it's been received well because I just, with me, I'm obsessed with property for like point blank period. So anywhere that I go and travel as a holiday, I'm always going to try and see properties. And I just thought on this trip, you know, I went to visit a friend that lives there. She's lived there for years um, and I was exploring and I worked with a hotel and I was like, why don't I just reach out and see if I can actually collaborate with an agent there. And um, funny enough, my friend is a friend of the agent that I just posted a tour with today. 
And yeah, so um, we'll see what happens. Oh, Jade, we're super excited for this. We'll see what happens. We're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting and we're posted. Jade, thank you so much. This thank has been an incredible you. episode. For anyone listening and watching, where can they find you to keep up with what you're doing and see more of your tours? Yes, so you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and Twitter because I'm going to try. I'm gonna You're try. coming back. I am. You said it now. Try. I am. I have no choice now. Um, <laughs> and my name, Jade Van Riel X on everything. Amazing, Jade. Yeah. Thank you so much. This thank has been a great episode. Me. And everyone else listening and watching, thank you again. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Amazing. Bye, guys.